This is the Sister Squad with Morta, Nona, and Dekuma. <laughs> Nona. Nona. We'll just stop right now. <laughs> COVID update. All right. Welcome to Sister Squad this week. Um, we are going to talk about COVID. We're going to do a quick update on COVID and going back to school. We started school last month and everybody's kind of gone back to work or work has changed a little bit. So we wanted to give a quick update. Do you guys want to add anything before we jump into school or? So no, my kids, I've got four children in school. In school. I've got a sixth grader and then three high school kids, 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. Went to the back to school night with Georgie, my sixth grader. And they have a, um, a seating chart so that if one of the kids comes down with like a fever or whatever, then they can say which kids that they've been around. But like imagine a grid, all the desks are apart from each other. And like Georgie is in, say, their A, B, C, D. And say he's in D, so A, B, and C are around him, but E, F would also be around him, but those aren't his four people. So, oh. do you know what I mean? Like, so it's hard to, on an audio type of thing, like, right. he's just as close to E as he is to A, B, and C. Right. He's just as close to E and F, but those aren't his four people. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Four people for what? So he goes, those are Your his contacts. Those are like, his contacts. Like, so, so he's if, in... if if he got quarantined, those other three people have been in contact with him. And so they contact tracing would be... Those... That's... Would be Georgie and AB, because Georgie's D. But like, the people that are just as close behind him... I don't... know. that's... I wasn't aren't quite... Aren't in his group. They're so. not in his group. And they... So he goes to lunch, and you have to eat lunch with the same people. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like these people, tough... He said the kitty. Like, there's no way. You have to go to lunch with these four people. The milk is sour. <laughs> for the whole semester. Every lunch, period. The milk is sour. So, so I'm just sitting there, and he's like, and they have to wear a mask all day, and it can't be like a bandana. It has to, like, touch over their nose and go under their chin like the mask that Nona is wearing right now. And, and they've got hand sanitizer everywhere. The kids, because he's in sixth grade elementary, um... And they're going to go out to recess and the teacher, his teacher is amazing and said, well, what we'll do is while the weather's warm, he's like, I think the kids are going to get really tired of these masks. And so we have clipboards and some of the learning that they can do. We're going to go outside and be more than six feet apart. And then they'll just take their pencil and their clipboard so they can take their masks off. So if you, your kid comes home and says, hey, they've been outside learning. He's like, that's what we're going to try and do. And um, they have hand sanitizer, but they have to read a book every day because, again, it's elementary school. That's part of their, you know, their 20 minutes a day. And he had an, in, an in-classroom library, and he can't have that, so the library's gone. Um, I don't know how they're doing the real library. Is your library at your school closed? No, it's open, but it's 
it's not used that much to where yeah. like I'm sure you can just check out a book and yeah have to wear a mask get, and hand sanitize mm-hmm, and whatnot. Yeah. But he's like, I can't. I'm keep, assuming. I don't, he goes, I can't know. keep track of the books. I can't. I cannot sanitize them. And I'm sure with everything that he's doing, I'm just like looking and thinking, okay, well, this is sort of. Something, but I don't know how. Well, yeah, books. I mean, let's talk about how this has really impacted my life personally. (laughs) I went to the dentist two days ago, and I forgot my phone. And I never forget my phone. And there are no magazines at the dentist's office. I had to sit in the chair for the five minutes and entertain myself. Oh, the humanity. (laughs) As I was yelling (laughs) over the wall to the dentist, what are you doing? (laughs) Can I come watch you drill that tooth out? No, I was the only person there, so, you know, he was just on the phone and then laughing. Just tell me how funny my daughter is. He said, oh, your daughter and son-in-law were here. And they had me laughing. He said, I complained about the roads because he works for UDOT. And he said, I just had said one thing, and then your daughter took off running, <laughs> bagging on your hus- her husband for, you know, the potholes in the road. I said, well, my husband yeah. complains. The- yeah. So were you... Purposely the only person in the office? Um, well, Did he they... loves me. <laughs> he, he fit me in before. Everybody came in early for me. Oh, you know, oh you know that's how nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes, I was the he only person there. He is pretty amazing. He yeah, is he's... amazing. Well, so school started. We went back. Everything changed. I teach at a high school, and I teach seniors. And I teach AP classes, and I also teach regular classes. And my regular classes generally have 40 to 45 students in them, and which is a nightmare. But it's a class that everybody has to have. It's government. And so, you know what? I pack them in deep, and it's whatever. Well, during COVID, it's not whatever because there is no spacing. But we had to have seating charts. For everybody, you have a, so the kids want to get up and move, like, okay, can we move now? No, you can't move now, because once you move, contact tracing has been ruined. And so I did let them move. We just had midterms, so I had them pick a new seating chart, but I've got my old one, because contact tracing is like a week behind, I'm guessing, just kind of 14 days at least. Is it 14 days behind? Oh, I guess. Yeah. 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 14. Yeah. So if I come up oh, positive yeah. today, right. then I could have been asymptomatic for Ooh. as many as 14 days. I didn't even think about that. So seating charts are saved. You save them all in a file. And we got back and the whole school has arrows taped on the floor in the hallways and everything was directional. Like each hallway you're supposed to go one direction in. Well, the kids don't look at the floor or the walls and so they're kind of going whichever way and you're telling them to to follow a direction mm-hmm. and so that was that was good but then it's just wall-to-wall people it really is wall-to-wall people my smaller classes are fine so that's okay we have hand sanitizer as teachers now and so you're looking at it from the parent side but as a teacher now we spray down our rooms I wipe down the desks every day you're a janitor day. now <laughs> yeah, and but the janitors are cleaning triple time, and they have like an ozonator. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's an ozonator 5000, last I checked. <laughs> but they put it in a room, and it sucks all the oxygen out of it. It like cleans the room, 
So you got to make sure you're not in that part of the school when the ozonator comes on. <laughs> of course, they do it at night. But again, yeah, stay out of that area. So they're doing so much because they have to clean. I can't even imagine. They have to clean the drinking fountain so many times. Well, drinking fountains have been closed. Those were yep. closed. Yep. There's bot- water stations to fill your water bottles. Our water stations to the hospital are closed. Even and the... The oh. drinking fountains and the water stations. Well, they told us they were putting them in. Have I seen one yet? No, I think they're out there. But where I'm going with this is that we are now at midterms, and I feel like I am doing two jobs. And it took about two weeks in, for three weeks in, for my the rest of my department to come into my room, and they filter in at least once a week to talk about how they are overwhelmed. They don't have enough time to get their work done. Um... I had a friend that her friend at another local high school walked out this week. She has taught for 23 years. She's not a new teacher. 23 years. She is seven years from retirement. And she's like, and she walked out the door. She's like, I can't do this anymore. And when we started, did they get her back? No, no. She said, I quit. She goes, I'm done. I'm going to go work at the Gap in full jeans. <laughs> I'd be happy. That's what I used to joke. Yeah. When I was in nursing school, and then I was also, like, doing nursing school and doing, like, working in the ICU at primaries, and and I was so stressed. I was doing 60, 80 hours a week or whatever. I really was having fantasies at working at Eddie Bauer and selling sunglasses and clothes. And not jeans. having to think. Well, and then I, if I made a mistake, I wasn't going to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the mistakes when you work in an ICU... Like, could be fatal. And now there's way more safeguards with nurses and stuff than there was 25 years ago. But still, I mean, still, you've got, it's life and death. And so now you're just pushed to your max. Mm-hmm. And I, I see that with. Well, so I, and you got to know that the teachers around me, my department, we love our job. We joke, we have fun, we laugh. There is not a lot of that going on. You're just buried. Yeah. And so these are people that love their job and are coming in looking like they got hit by a Mack truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, are you okay? No. No. My my friend across the hall, he said to me, he goes, I feel like every day I walk in, I've just barely got my nose above water. Like, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been paddling all night long. I've got my nose above. Um, by the time I leave the building at the end of the day, I am at the bottom of the lake. And I am trying to fight my way back up for tomorrow. And he's amazing. Like, he's yeah. an amazing teacher. So I I just don't... And well, I... And I... What took so long to figure that out is that you're teaching... So you're teaching all your regular classes. We've got online kids that we're teaching now who were struggling. We've all jumped into a new program. And we're yeah. struggling to teach them in this new program. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone was glad to get back in school. Like, yes. it's good to see face-to-face. Yeah. But can I tell you that by the end of a lecture or the middle of a lecture, I am oxygen-deprived. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and then, oh, my gosh, let me tell you. And um, space balls, they had the canned air. <laughs> I <laughs> cracked, cracked the can of the air. And, oh, my gosh, I need to get one for my podium. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, the mask doesn't help. I mean, I, I don't know what the answer is, but right now I don't got the answer. Well, and now you know they put. So my daughter works for my daughter that's immunocompromised. Oh right, that yeah. doesn't have an immune system. She works part time at a couple of schools, and she's funded through the grant. But she work or through a grant, 
But what she does in school is she helps just, you know, she's like in the Title I schools and she helps kids that don't have enough food or their parents are, you know, they've just, mm-hmm. their out of school life is chaotic. And so she helps them. She gets them glasses. Maybe their glasses break and they can only get Medicaid, only lets them get one pair a year. She finds someone to get them glasses and just different things, you know. Uh-huh. Social work type of yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. She's doing social work. And um, so... And then she's got her she's got her son that is in in school and he he needs a little bit more help. He's got um I don't know, he he just it's he it's rough having him at home. But they put the lean on him and made him choose whether they were gonna do like the the hybrid schedule where you went to school like Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday and then everybody's home on Friday for the teacher to help the the at-home kids, because the some chose not to go to school. They chose to stay at home, but knowing that at school they were going to be distancing and they were only going to have half, you know, the census, half of the kids there because, you know, right, so two right. days a week. And then they also, if there got to be, well, the number that she told me was like, if there got to be so many kids in the school like I can't remember three or 15 depending on how many what the census of the school is then they would like shut the school down and go back to home learning well all they've been in like a month now and some parents were down at school board with their pitchforks and so they decided that they were going to go back in just person. go back in person with no half whatever and so now the the parents that they they gave them a deadline before school started. You had to decide if you were going to be at home. So did we. Or go to school. You, you had to pick. You had to pick. So all these people, like my daughter, who's immunocompromised, she picked for her son to go back to school because that would be best for him. Yes. And but now it's not going to be best for him to be in class with. So they they met an emergency meeting last night. And they nixed the plan. No, she just she. They they did. Oh, she told me they were still the four days a week. The kids were going to go. They're still doing hybrid. They nixed the plan to go back. So they had an emergency meeting Wednesday night, which is mm-hmm. last night, and the school board said, "Never mind." Just kidding. That was a bad idea. Cases just jumped. We Yesterday was 1192, I think, and the day before mm-hmm. that was 800, 800, but before that was 1100, 1000. Yep. Uh-huh. And so their school district met last night and said, okay, we're holding off on that. We are going to stay with the hybrid model because even at this point, we may be shutting down. Oh, yep. We yeah, jumped she the gun. messaged me after the school board meeting and told me that the elementary was still going to be staying. So maybe she got bad information. Yeah, no, they, they, you just need to look up Davis County. Huh. Well, I will do it's that okay. right um, now. But so we did the same thing. Like you had to decide. And here's, here's the kicker is that we set a date, but then you had kids that were pulled out for quarantine and then you're quarantining the three kids around them or... So to mm-hmm. be exposed, you had to be next to someone for longer than 15 minutes. Yep, that's the same information and, that we have as well. And so 
But if I didn't have a seating chart in my classroom... Then everybody in the classroom... Everyone in my class got quarantined. Uh So you could be quarantined and be out. Well, what they found out after this started going down was you've got your your athletes. So now I'm going to miss two weeks of my senior year of my fall sport because someone didn't have a seating chart or because maybe they had a seating chart, but the person next to me was sick. They've been exposed and now now I'm out or they got it and now I'm out. And so what happened is they had to extend the deadline so that kids could now opt out again. So we had a ton of our fall athletes opt out. Mm -hmm. The schools in Utah, a lot of the football teams have opted out. Fremont High School, a lot of their football players, because they don't want to lose the last two weeks of their season. They're coming in to so go they, into the playoffs and Are that. they distance learning then and then so that they can play yeah. sports? So that they're not going to get sent home on, on quarantine. So you've, you've, you've yeah. stopped that possibility from happening. Yep. So, and we've had three schools, I think, in the state now that have gone to online. They let us, they let the students out. We decided, our school district decided that the students would get out 45 minutes early and the teachers would have 45 minutes to take care of their online learners. I'm telling you right now, it's not enough. Like, we thought, okay, we can do this. It's not enough. It is it is two full-time jobs or one full-time job and another, mm-hmm. like, three-quarter-time job. So remember when I worked my very first job as a nurse practitioner, as a hospitalist, I fell off the turnip truck on a Friday, and on Monday I had a job almost. Right. And I had all these very, very ill internal medicine patients I had a physician with me and I was kind of my job was like how you're describing now and my counterpart Patty described that job as the meat grinder she's like I feel like they just put us in as a steak and we come out as ground round like just cranking us through (laughs) 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 because there was no way like there was every day you'd come in and they would be like one day you would see eight patients and you're like okay that's fine and all these consults that you have to do with all these different specialties and you're really you know there was some medicine that I wasn't very sure about and I'm very careful and I never ever wanted to put my patient in danger and so I was slow because I would I double check and triple check and find the physician. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to drag you into my personal hell and you're going to have to listen to this and tell me that I'm doing the right thing. Or if I'm not, tell me what to do. Because, and so it was like, it was supposed to be when I hired onto that job, they build it as like, oh, you just see your patients and then you're just out the door, you know, whenever you're done. Well, that's fantastic. But you are never done. Never done. Like you have me seeing as Um, a brand new nurse practitioner, you have me seeing eight to 12 patients who are very complex. There's no way I'm going to get done before eight to 10, 11, 12 hours. No. And that's That's, where you are. Like now you don't have a planning period. Like my daughter, who I adopted from Ukraine, needs a flex period to do her homework in. There is no flex period now because we have the abbreviated day at the high school. And so she is, luckily we live two blocks from the high school and she is staying after school with the student advocate. And then, um, you know, she has help at home or whatever, but I mean, it's just ridiculous and and it's not that i'm not blaming on the school system like mm -hmm. this is like the beast that we're dealing with because of the right there isn't an answer for it yet yeah i'm not blaming anyone i'm just saying that like it's 
we're finding right now we're finding the problems and they've been really good about being fluid like look this is a fluid situation we'll find a problem we'll address it yeah but we're at the point now where we've found lots of problems but then like our school all four administrators are out we got a covid in the office in in our administration and oh. so it took out every administrator at our school so four <laughs> gone bing bang boom the ship no longer has a captain <laughs> or its crew. <laughs> I, am, I am the captain now. <laughs> oh, wow. So, we've had substitute administrators, so your voice really kind of gets lost when no one's there to say anything to. But uh, it's, I know that they'll be responsive, but in, in kind of ca- contradicting myself, is we had a board meeting a month ago. I, I don't know. Maybe it was 10 years ago. <laughs> Feels like it was ten years in dog ago. years. In dog years, <laughs> but you know, we there was a very eloquent teacher from one of the junior highs, and she talked about what it was like to teach right now, and the system that we had picked probably wasn't the best system. Like how we're doing it, we're in school every day. There's no days off. We're out forty five minutes early, and that's it. So you got every kid that's decided to come there. And she just went through all of the issues and everything that has to be done. And and she says, you know, I've taught for 20-some-odd years, and I've had buyouts, and I've had extra preps. And she goes, I'm teaching at least one extra prep, and I'm not getting paid for it. And, you know, kind of addressed her concerns that way. And they just kind of nodded at her. The school board did, and no changes yet. But something, something's yeah. going to give. And I had... I've had parents of the winter sport athletes already tell me they're pulling their kids out of school come the end of first quarter. What is winter sports? Basketball? Basketball. Boys basketball, girls basketball, wrestling, um, swimming. It's like, it just it's just not worth it. Yeah, so I have three swimmers, and right. they have to wear a mask to the pool, <laughs> and then they get in the water. They're supposed to wear their swimsuit to the pool. They get in the water and like, have you ever been on a swim team? Like you're touching the person ahead of you's feet. Like, and then when you get to the wall, like six feet apart, there's no way to be six feet apart. Somebody would have to be treading water all the time. And then when they get out of the pool, then they're like, well, we're not going to shower at the pool. Just go home, towel off, put on your clothes and go home and shower or whatever, you know, to keep them out of the locker rooms. So are they already in the pool swimming? Yeah. Yeah. They've done, they... They've been doing stroke training, but my kids are on a competition team, so they just because it's like the pre. Uh-huh. On Monday is when the the real tryouts begin. So, I went to announce for the girls' soccer team today, and all the coaches and all the athletes on the sideline have on masks, and yeah. the players on the field don't. Parents are supposed to wear them, and they don't. I'm sure. And it's well, it's half 50, and half. 50, and yeah. I have to say, the students. Wearing masks, we wondered at the beginning, like, is this going to be a fight? I have not had to say one time to a kid to put a mask on. Kids are really malleable, you know, and they're... Mm -hmm. I do hate it. I can't see them smile. I can't see them laugh at my funny jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm just not funny, though. (laughs) That could be it. (laughs) They're like, you know, this this whole situation isn't funny. Yeah, it's this says they voted... What my daughter told me, they voted Davis School District will gradually move its students to in-person classes four days per week. The board voted Wednesday night. That's Last night? Told me. Is that from the 23rd? Today is the 24th. 24th. What's today? The 24th. 24th. 
Yeah, this is from the 23rd. This well, is what she told me. They came in this morning and said that Davis was going back online. Um... She well, told so they, me that they said elementary that, school kids are going four days a week still, and by October something, the high school will be October there. October 5th was when the high school was supposed to go back in person. Um, let's see. Oh, the original plan to transition students from the hybrid model by October has been changed, however. Elementary school students will transition to in-person class four days per week starting Monday. Oh, so the high school... But secondary students now won't make the transition until November 2nd. Okay. So the elementary school kids are still going to be... Yeah. Because parents were leaving the district because they need a babysitter. Because parents want a babysitter. Mm -hmm. That's... And that's harsh to say, but that's the bottom line. Like, is that parents want a babysitter, yes. Oh, for their small kids. Well, so I have a daughter who's on a mission in Las Vegas, and um, one of the people that she's teaching is a little boy, and he is Spanish-speaking, and he's nine, and he's got a dad who's a single dad. And I think that this cute little family lives, it's just the dad and the boy, the nine-year-old, and they live in an apartment complex, and they're in Las Vegas and Henderson. They're a hundred percent at home. Everybody's at home, and this kid's nine, and he's home all day on the computer by himself. And I and I'm not throwing shade like to the I, dad. That's what like, I mean. Like there's you no have answer. to like you. He has to go to work and provide for his kid. And so my daughter was and her companion were going to get permission, ask permission with the dad and then the um, their mission president to see if maybe they could call him in the middle of the day when his dad's not there and just talk to him like on his lunch or whatever. She said that they did an online like a Zoom meeting with the dad and the boy and the little boy just never stopped talking to her. Oh, he's and probably lonesome. He told he is. And Lisa started crying. She's like, he just needs a friend. She goes, he he told me all about his turtles. And she goes, and you know why he talks about his turtles a lot? They're his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, now that she has some new crochet needles, maybe she can make him a turtle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking I'll, about that. Well, and that's why I'll it was... see her. I'll talk to her this weekend. I'll have to tell her. that little turtle pen. Oh, the little yeah. tiny turtle pattern that think, we did. Well, and that's why it was so good to go back in person. Yeah. But it's so weird, like, to be covered in masks and you're dying and I'm suffocating and my room's hot because for some reason they think that we don't need air conditioning at our high school. Every other high school needs it, but ours is special. <laughs> we are the special In the school. desert. Yeah. yeah. Um, 100 degrees. Well, the here's, the here's the problem well, I, with my daughter, with their, the kids going back. Because all these parents chose to go back because, you know, right. to two days. Because based on their emergency plan, the, the school district isn't even following the state guidelines now. So that's another problem. And so hopefully the governor will bump them down because they're, they're not, they, they basically said in the meeting, no, we can't social distance with all the kids back. So that's over. So well, they're just us, right from the get go. Yeah, I my mean, kids are all. My kids go every there's, day. There's, there's no social. This distancing. is no. Hi, there's no hybrid in. You can if you are, happen to have a smaller class. Yeah, but, but I don't. I mean, those are elective classes. They're not. They're core classes. Yeah. So, well, that was the thing is that they had them chose choose. They put the lean on them to choose, and now they're saying, oh, 
Well, we just dropped this and changed it, but you can't pick online now. You already oh. chose. So, so we did that, and then we extended the date. And said, yeah, okay, should, the date should to pick, allow. we're going to go ahead and move They're that like, on yeah, back. The, the online is full. There's no, you but, know. But here's what the disaster was. So, and part of my problem is that I created my own disaster. So we went to Canvas, which is, you know, the basic platform you use for college, all these uh-huh. things. Well, so I've got online kids. I've got regular kids. So I just put in two different modules. I got my online kids module. They're going to work out of this one because it's more just like you can work through it. Uh-huh. And then my in-class kids, they've got assignments in there, but they're getting daily lectures. So they're just doing different things. Well, I, I've always used Google Classroom. I, it works great for me, but we want to be on the same model after listening to the problem of your kids having 75 different educational platforms. I and you've got your master's to, degree and you can't go find a fifth I'm grade like elementary ready assignment. To <laughs> drop the F-bomb every other minute. I'm like, this is fifth grade. Yeah. I can't. Like, so when it's I, taking me five hours. Why do you have such a filthy mouth? <laughs> That's what we really want to know. So I, I just said it. I just told my department, we talked about it, and I said, I'm switching over. If I were you, I'd switch over. Because if, if we go online, they're going to ask us to be on the same platform, and it's only fair to parents. Well, so what it did is it's pulling in grades, and it's giving my in-class kids zeros for uh-huh. all of the online kids' work, and it's giving my online kids zeros for all the kids that are doing their, the in-class module. Uh-huh. So everybody has an F. <laughs> We are all equal. I was going to say equal. <laughs> we, Separate but equal. True equality has been achieved in my class. Separate Equities. but equal. I should tell them this is communism. Yep, this is communism. Yep, race we to the all, bottom. Yep. We all, we we all suffer together. <laughs> yep, exactly. I, it sucks. Seriously, midterms went out Tuesday. And one class, like I, I was catching it in my other ones. I'm trying to hurry and fix it. One of my classes, I didn't catch it. They came in the next day and I went... So the good news is there is no good news. <laughs> the bad news is you all failed on your midterm. <laughs> and they looked at me, thought I was joking. I said, no, really. Like, so you had Fs that all went home because I didn't catch the one class for whatever reason. Because online learning sucks. And I said, I, so I had to, I spent all night going in. I had to go talk to my expert in Canvas to figure out how to excuse them out of it and it was it's a nightmare there's no easy way and I had only assigned it like like I had only assigned to my online kids but it was pulling zeros for everyone 180 students zeros went in I'm like how do I fix it well for each assignment I have to go in for each kid go into their assignment and excuse how ridiculous is that one at a time Uh, it's how many kids do you have how many students 200 and 220 I think is what was my last count 220 and all 220 will have assignments that need to be excused because half of them will need half of them will need the online stuff excused and the other half will need the in-person stuff and again so i created my own nightmare so i told them after that i said all right that seems like a pretty big flaw in the system big mistake i said so starting after this unit which we tested this week i go we will all be on the same unit which is great because now there's only one set of grades that's going to come in unless you need to modify. I'm not modifying now for my online kids because... Uh, which is ridiculous. The hours and hours of work that it took to, like, separate their grades was a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I'm not modifying for them. I mean, I can modify a little bit. Do you know bit. It's expert on Canvas? I know. Someone I know because I used to complain to him. Your son, right? Yeah. Yep. 
That's what he does. He's. I, I need to call him. He sells. He's the troubleshooter target. He's the big guy. So. Because I asked him before when I was having trouble years ago, and he gave me some advice, and I finally just got off of it because what I found out was that the version that we were using at our school, they hadn't bought. It's the ghetto version. They haven't bought the yeah. upgrades. So we have the upgrades now. That was a while ago. Uh-huh. So we've got the upgrades now, but I just got off and got on Google Classroom. You want to know why? Because it works. Google works. And guess what? Google never goes down. Canvas <laughs> <laughs> breaks. At any point in the day, Google is on. Like, I can get on and Google pulls up every time I turn on my computer. <laughs> it's like magic. Canvas, it's like the sun in the so east, much. in the west. Yeah, well, the it, east, yeah, because it's west. interesting because whoever has Canvas, well, they decide what they want it to do. All yes. Canvas is not created equal. No, that's it's how, not. That's how charting systems are for yeah. hospitals. That so you, you can buy, have. You, you, you decide what you want it to do. It is, which is yeah. such... So that's when I talked to him about that, and he explained that to me. I was like, oh, like... Because you just think Canvas, you you just think what you got used Mm -hmm. in college or whatever. Is what you're going to get. But when I listened to him talking about doing his sales, you Mm -hmm. know, all over the world and talking about what they want and what they can, what they want it to do and how they can program it and And so we've got, we've got a really good version now if I had been using it for 10 years. And I knew what I was doing. But I've got two brand new teachers that just walk in and look at me like they're in the headlights. Can't you just, like, take them out and put the online people in a different class? Um, I've asked that. The answer was no. Because Why? once you Because now we've got kids that are moving back and forth. Oh, right. Yeah. So now you're online for two weeks. Now you're an online learner for two weeks because you've been quarantined. You're not. So now you're you've not in my class. So they all oh, have the same assignments. I want to like. So now you're starting to see my bus. nightmare, right? Well, let me just tell you about. But they, but they need to. That is the answer. Right. There That's needs to the be answer. the answer is like the online students are in U.S. government A and the and but, the other ones are in U.S. government B, and so then. Transfer their grade into, excuse them, excuse them, excuse them, their grade at midterm, and just yes. go from there. So if I just have just an online class. just do, like, class. your email, just click a menu. Uh-huh. And, ex, you know, like, that, you could well, see all of just, these. Move all of these. Well, when it asked, like, who do I want to assign this to, and I assigned it just to the online learners, wouldn't you think that it would only assign it to the online learners? Why mm-hmm. ask me? You know, the yeah. computer stuff, like... My job also has computer stuff. The interesting part of my job is talking to the patient, figuring out the actual medicine, putting in the orders, talking to the nurses. The least interesting part of my job is documenting it all and like clicking through and doing computer stuff and like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And now the least interesting part of your job has tripled in time. Well, that's just it. The worst part of the job. So I've got, I teach eight classes. I have no preps, which I chose, right? So that's nobody else's fault. But I have four different preps. So I teach four different classes. AP Comparative, AP US, Regular US, and Current Events. So that means that I have at least four more classes of online classes. Well, sounds terrible. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you. Thank you very much. I just, that was a very well, succinct assessment. No, yeah. no. Thank you. Yeah, that's so, what I thought. I so I'm hoping that someone has an answer. Well, let me tell you what this high school principal said in the Salt Lake Tribune. Oh, what did he say? Said, um, let me get there. He said his name was. 
principal, let's see, McGill from Alta High wrote, said, it's overwhelming and infuriating and I'm very close to quitting. How many? <laughs> and oh, sorry. He said also that this year, this is the money shot. This year I've had more teachers on the verge of a nervous breakdown than ever before, said McGill. They're just out. Teachers, they explained, are trying to balance both in-person and remote classes this fall while also trying to accommodate the growing list of students ordered to stay home on quarantine. It's really like three jobs now, one principal added, and it's left many burnt out um, one month into school's reopening. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's what my daughter said. She says the teachers all the talk, and she's she works in a Title I school, which is harder yeah. to get teachers, and they deal with harder students because they have less resources at home. Yes. And she said the talk, the hubbub, the talk among the teachers is they're all on the verge of quitting. And the parents are all, you know, yeah, we, we need these kids in school because they need babysitters. But my daughter said, who are you going to get to teach them? Because all the teachers are on the verge of quitting. There's already a, a substitute shortage, there's and there was such, a teacher shortage already. There's such a social aspect to school that's not just the kids, it's the teachers. I don't, I honestly don't leave my desk. Like, I run to the bathroom because I have to pee a lot. <laughs> I uh, run. And we have girl spoken problems. about that recently. <laughs> By the way, my my lead at work was very interested in the... In the pee episode? The, yes, in the spectacular... <laughs> I forgot the, about the pee episode. The catastrophe? The catastrophe. Oh, my gosh. That was a good one. If you haven't listened to catastrophe, go back and listen to it. It was a great episode. Oh, she thought that was grand. I forgot about that. But anyway, yes, we do know that you've got to... My husband listened to it, and he's like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Did he die that you shared? He's like, wow, what is wrong with you? (laughs) You know what? My husband listened to part of it, like, and he listened to me recounting it, and he looked at me with an eye roll, and he says, why does this not surprise me? So let's go back to this Salt Lake Tribune article. He, the principal, shook his head and said, we've been so worried about the mental and social health of our students. And, in fact, that's largely what the pushed the state to encourage schools to welcome kids face, back face-to-face. But I feel like right now, he said, we need to reprioritize our teachers. And that's where the UEA steps in. Like, the, the unions and the local county, you know, the local it's school like district you're unions tripling will their step workload. in. Yeah. Yep. No and extra it, pay. To be honest, like, you just didn't know going in. Honestly. Like, you just went in, and you're trying to do your well, best, but, always, but now we know. Yeah. Well, that's it. You always want to do... I think people are good-hearted, and they want to make lemonade. They want to make lemonade from lemons and do their mm-hmm. best job, and they care about the students and stuff. But at some point, you know, you got to worry about you. you got to worry about your family, and that's what my daughter said. She said, listen, I this isn't a good environment for me. Is she yeah. going to pull him out? I don't know. She doesn't know what she's going to do. And the other thing that I hate, too, is that now that there's not much social distancing. It's like, mm, step back. I don't really want him around that much, you know? Right. Yeah. That he can't now come to your house. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm he, sitting here thinking about that. I forget that I'm I'm around five zillion kids every day. You'll notice mm-hmm. I'm wearing a mask. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. aren't you? <laughs> I should have. Did I'm you, sorry. Did you hear the story about the beauticians, the two beauticians that both had COVID? 
And gave it to and how many people? No, they gave none. it to none. They oh. had 80. They wore a mask every day and washed their hands. They oh, had 80. I you were tell they me had they didn't 80 something. No, they had 80 something people that clients. they were serving clients right up in their face, and none of them got it. They were both wearing masks. Thank you for having your mask on. So, I just got yes. really nervous. So, yes. um, speaking of teachers, a Corner Canyon teacher is in the ICU. This is a few days old, this article. Um, and she. Um, 500 students are quarantined. And that so, was one. That was that at was, Corner Canyon. The football team went online. Yeah. They well, just they, said, didn't we're they, out. Is that one of the schools that shut down? They went hybrid, and then I don't know if they finally shut down. But one three of them, shut down. Granite. So Olympus. Granite was one was in Olympus. Copper something. Copper. Copper Hills. That one of them? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, my daughter said that somewhere the students are really mad, and maybe there where they love that teacher, that the teacher's in the ICU. Mm-hmm. The students are are kind of upset. Well, because uh, she could die. Well, it's 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 so hard too because I had so a cool. student, and I think he's got asthma, or maybe nasal problems. I don't know, but he coughs a lot. Man, he is a pariah in my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> the kids have come and asked, like, I need to not be near him, and I'm absolutely. I've moved everyone away from him. (laughs) Poor kid is on an island. (laughs) Granger and Olympus are closed. He's got the cough, and you know everyone's like, "Ooh, yeah." Well, yeah. Granger and who? Olympus. Granger and Olympus. Draper School closed, dude, and that's that's got to be Corner Canyon. Well, my husband. American Prep Academy. Sorry, Nona. Yeah, my husband told me like today. He told me that his his buddy, um, got COVID, and their whole family and. And it was one of the other guys. It's from his old company, but they, he was. We were talking about because you know Hispanics are affected in a larger yeah. proportion. Yeah, they're like forty three percent of and, the cases, and they're what thirteen percent of the population. And they work in landscaping, mm-hmm. and so he's got. They're essential workers. Yes, they're most it, well, of the jobs. He's got. Well, they work yeah. outside, but you know, he's got his guys, and my husband works, and he says, you know, I go in these meetings and. I have to wear a mask to get in the facility, to walk through. We get in the meeting room, and everyone takes their mask off. He said, you know, and here I am. He's sitting with his mask, and he said, they're all sitting around a table, and I'm back in the corner. You know, we're in a room. Yeah. Um, And he says, I spend, his buddy asked him, how do you you not get it? He says, well, I spend 90% of my day walking backwards, Mm. you know. Trying to get away from people. From people, you breathe in my air. Yeah. Breathe in my air. Michael Jackson impression. <laughs> the moonwalk. Yeah, he's moonwalking all over the place. So yeah, it's. But yeah, his buddy, their his him, his wife, and all all of their kids got it. And yeah, not doing rough. so well for him. My neighbors got it, and she has a daycare. Oh man! And her daughter got it. And her parents got it, oh and her sister goodness. has so it. So then her daycare is just closed. Mm-hmm. Well, I just like after talking to my daughter and listening to this little nine-year-old being home all day long, I really and this is where the rub is because, like, you know, you think about your daughter Nona, and like there needs to be more of a distance, and like these kids need to be away from each other. But this cannot be emotionally healthy for children in Nevada who are 100% online. Well, here's the thing. It's like, what is wrong? Well, they're going back because, of course, yeah, parents need a babysitter. That's exactly why. 
But yet again, like, why don't they just say, we'll do online for, you know, for the moms, the parents that want their kids at home? If it's like you're going to be everyone right. in, you probably will get a lot more parents that will want their kids at home. Well, yeah. and I really like the hybrid model, the idea of it. Again, yeah. I haven't done but, it. and so That everybody so maybe gets it would the have, same education. Yeah, yeah, so you just, you go two days a week and Fridays, like that really a appealed to us. for you to like. Well, and to teach all day and prep for the online. And then yeah. everybody's online every other day. So, so you're we're kind all of getting doing the same thing. Yep, you're getting a day in person, you're getting a day online, a day in person, a day online, and then Friday is kind of your catch up for all your online instruction to make sure it's rigorous, yeah. not yeah. just like I hope this cuts it. Well, I just think that I I mean, I'm really very 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 grateful that my kids can go in person because I'm really not a good homeschool mom. I've I was going to say lazy, but I don't know. That. Yeah, there's. I am lazy. That's true. That is very true. But also, like, I just, I have very little patience to spend four hours doing a biology homework. I, Do you know what I mean? Like, I just want to blow my brains out. Mm-hmm. That's very graphic. Um, <laughs> well, let me just say. I'm glad that my kids were really smart because I am lazy. That is, I didn't, uh, I'm a bad, bad mom. I I cannot, I could not stand to read to my kids. You know, my daughters, probably because, you know, they saw, oh, my mom sucked at that. We need to make up for that. But I could not stand to read to my kids. I paid my kids to read to each other, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, I just I just couldn't stand I'm it. I'm paying the one 16-year-old to help the other 16-year-old with her homework. Well, I saw how that worked out at the end of the year. She got it all done in one day. She didn't even speak English. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we all jumped in. But I really just told them, I'm like, I need... And I we had a meeting with all of her teachers and said at the beginning of the year and just said, look, like, this is where we are. I, and this has nothing to do with coronavirus or whatever, but it's like, she needs some sort of accommodation. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't read and write English well yet. And so, so when we were with that, where she needs all this extra help and she needs her teachers to be understanding and needs like either her test to be read aloud to her and blah, 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 all this other stuff. When we went home from school last year, when everybody got sent home and we're online learning, and there was no accommodation for her level of learning and her language, although in some of the classes, because her math teacher called me and said, okay, we're doing, she only needs to do this assignment, this assignment, and this assignment are essential. If she can get those done, she'll be fine. And, but her, honestly, her science class is it was ridiculous well that's the other thing special ed let's sped we have our niece that teaches special ed Mm -hmm. and then my daughter's mother-in-law teaches it and those like she's in arizona and she was spending all day you know Mm -hmm. all day every day i think the elementary teachers are like the ones i know are dropping in bed like at 10 11 12 o'clock at night like it's for as much as i have complained during this their job is 10 times worse. Like it's it's yeah. so much more because they they teach everything. How how many teachers have you had quit, do you know? I don't because to be honest with you, I don't leave my classroom. 
I step out in the hallway in between classes to kind of greet kids, talk to the teachers that are right by me, and I'm in my room. I don't leave for lunch. I don't do anything during lunch but try and catch up from what was happening in the previous two classes. And then I go, and then if someone calls me, I'm like, ah, okay, I can't talk. Yeah, I've read At the end of the day, I mean, there's no... Last year, I would, on her lunch, I'd say, what time's your lunch? And I would pull out in front of the school. She would come hop in the car, and we'd run over to Fizz and get a drink. And then I would bring her back to the end of her lunch so we could have a Diet Coke and chat for a minute. Yeah, none of that's happening. And I really hate her job now because it has crimped my yeah. style. Like, she's dead to me. You were dead to me, <laughs> dead Kuma. I can't even talk to you. You call and I'm like, oh, uh, I can't talk to you. I'm Love you, bye. my time and I'm like, no, I That was from August. I, 79 teachers have retired or resigned in Salt Lake County due to COVID. This was in August, 19 concerns. 79, that was in August. And they gave them a $1,000 fine? The ones in Granite thousand dollar fine for leaving over coronavirus. How can you find somebody for Maybe because you're leaving you yeah and you're leaving you're leaving at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh oh god. Yeah so you if you're leaving you need to leave like and give notice, right? Formerly a probably paid the money teacher at Bonneville Junior High. Just right up off Bell quit last week over concerns. Diana Bell. Have you ever heard that name? Mm mm. No. Good job but Diana her holdout cost her a thousand dollars. Oh, that's too bad. But I, but good for her. You know what I mean? Like if, and is her I'm life not, worth a thousand dollars? Well, and I'm not. Know? I'm not promoting people quitting or not quitting. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. on board with people but doing you, what they think is best for them. I was gonna them. say their their mental health. Like, I have a funny told, story to tell you. I told you nothing though, to do with this. I said. This reminds me, we were talking last night, I said, this reminds me of my first year of teaching when they <laughs> dumped me into a classroom. She was a student teacher. I was a student teacher. they gave her a class. But that no, was hers. They, they didn't even, they needed a teacher. They tried to hire me. The school wouldn't let them hire me. The Weber State wouldn't let them hire me. So they just didn't hire me. So they didn't pay me to teach seven classes at a junior high with a couple of those that are we're creating a new curriculum. No mentor teacher. My no mentor, mentor teacher had taught for 40 years and he sat in his office in another classroom and never came out but to mm-hmm. show me his stacks of paper. And so I'm doing 20 hours at Weber State that I'm finishing up my degree. I'm teaching full time and I'm trying to also raise kids. And I... Were you pregnant? I... No, I wasn't yet. I had, <laughs> I had Alec. I had my oldest. And so it got to finals week, the first week of December... And so I've got finals in all those classes I'm trying to teach, and I'm not a good teacher. No one's taught me how to be a good teacher because that's not what they do in college. They don't teach you how to teach. They just give you classes and teach you how to erase a whiteboard. Oh, sorry, a chalkboard. And then throw you out of the, like, baby yeah. bird's ready to leave the nest. <laughs> they kick you out. Fly, baby, fly. And so I honestly, I had this cute kid. I remember him raising his hand to ask me a question. I was teaching science, and he probably, you know, why are there rings around Saturn? <laughs> and I looked at him, and I just started bawling. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just sat there. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I like it she was, fell apart. It wasn't, it wasn't like a little bit of crying. Yes. It was like sobbing and hysterically. I, luckily, I had an office. I walked 
away from my lab I table. Loved, I loved that office. And by went the way. and sat back in my office and turned into a puddle. They ran and got someone in the office. They went and got the principal. The, the principal. Help. He sent the vice principal because it was a woman, and he's like, "I am not dealing with this hot mess." So she we got a dumpster in. fire on aisle three. I will always love her. She walked in and put her arm around me and back in my office, and she goes, "Honey, go home. Come back in a week." <laughs> of your finals go take care of anything and I wasn't getting paid either well that's the thing they were also it's like you were slave labor I was abused (laughs) and they knew it and they knew it and I went home and cried some more probably and and then laughed and I got back and my students had notes and candy and cards and we're so sorry we didn't mean this we didn't mean to ask you a question (laughs) please don't quit we don't know what we did wrong (laughs) and I came back and I left and I'm I'm like I'm sorry I'm I'm generally a strong person but I found my breaking point everybody has a breaking point you don't think that you do until you've met it but that's that's what this year feels like it feels like like you're just racing and you're just behind and it's it's well I I think so, like, everyone individually has a breaking point, but where is the breaking point for okay. collectively? Like, there's got to be a breaking point. We can't okay. keep doing this, this forever. This is two months no. ago. Oh, the, okay, I'm the, Two months ago, more than a 1,000 teachers have spoken out to make their message clear that they are fearful about returning to school in the middle of the pandemic. Some of those teachers even said they're considering retiring or resigning. So this, the infection rate is too high and we're just not ready. So a thousand, they surveyed teachers to ask how they were feeling about returning to school. That, that survey received more than a thousand responses within a two-day period. 77% of respondents dis- disagreed with the statement, I feel safe. I just don't think that there's like, they're in contact with so many people. And it's not that, because really, I mean, I'd like to tell... I told our niece, who is, she said she was feeling fine about going back to school until she went to the first meeting. Then she's like, oh, this is a lot. And I said, well, to make you feel a little bit better, I have worked in healthcare as a nurse or a nurse practitioner for now 26 years, 27 years since I was 20. Mm -hmm. And I have taken care of patients with influenza, with RSV, with um, influenza A, influenza B, the whole shebang. And I have had in the real influenza or something like unto it twice. Once when I was 21 and once when I was 33 when I was pregnant with the baby I lost. And both of those times I felt like I was going to die. I was so sick. I wanted to die. Neither of those times did I get it from a patient. I did not have a patient, nor had I taken care of a patient in recent memory or even distant memory who had had influenza. So I was a community-acquired influenza. I said, I take care of, I've taken care of hundreds of patients with influenza, and now I've taken care of several with COVID, and I'm not worried that I'm getting it. I do, have, I do wear safety goggles, like I wear goggles and a mask 100% of the time at work, unless I'll go into my office after I've washed my hands. Do and patients have to wear a mask when you're in their room? Um... If they have been tested for COVID, yes. If they have not, if they're there for, say, like pneumonia or urinary tract infection, they don't. But if I go in their room and they are there for respiratory anything, because if you come in and you've got pneumonia, say we do a chest x-ray and it's crystal clear that this is pneumonia. It looks like pneumonia, like you just have all of the pneumonia symptoms. 
those are also the symptoms for COVID. So the chest x-ray in COVID looks like a viral pneumonia where it's kind of patchy in both lungs. Pneumonia will often be just like one lung in one spot. So we'll do like a pneumonia test or we'll do a COVID test, but we treat you like you have COVID until your test comes back negative. And so those patients all, and even pneumonia patients, anybody, I walk into those rooms with not only my mask and my goggles, but I have on a gown and gloves. And then I, if they're um, in isolation like that, I will, um, I don't use my own stethoscope. I use that we have a, um, a designated stethoscope in the room, just like the little Barbie stethoscopes, you know, that they're not great, but they work. And then they, it stays in the room. And oh, you like, can't hear anything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then... They're and plastic. They're they not, well, now they're not breathing anyway, so, <laughs> so nothing's all going fine. through there. And so then the patients who say, like, they come in where they have... Like, I had a patient who had a fever, but he had, a, like, a wicked cellulitis on his arm or his leg or something. I don't even know what he had. Like, But it was clearly... He had no respiratory symptoms, but he had a fever. And so that ticked the box. For him to be tested for COVID. Mm-hmm. And so he had to be tested for COVID. So you still wear everything in the, his room like he is COVID. Um, but those patients, I have used my own stethoscope. like, And they have like the bleach wipes that I just bleach wipe it and hand it out the door. And then I take off my gloves and my gown at the door and grab my Clorox wiped stethoscope. But if they're really respiratory and I know that it's a little bit higher risk, I don't know. It's still It would be, still be fine to use my own stethoscope and use the Clorox wipes because that kills just about everything. But um, I just use the stethoscope in the room. So I saw a thing today, like a post or like a tweet by a doctor. He was an MD and he said about the hoax that coronavirus isn't that deadly. He said it's the third lazy. The hoax, the the thing that's not a big deal is the third leading cause of death in America right now. Yeah. Coronavirus. People are crazy. Like, I mean, I get that they politicized the, like, everything about it, but to think that it's like a hoax and and that... The problem uh, is the misinformation, I'm telling you. Yeah. Once the CDC comes out and starts backtracking on their masks and then changing their other mind, people are out. Yep. I just think it's so interesting to me to think that, I don't know, I can't, I'm just stunned that people think that it's not real. Not the people that think the masks don't work or do work or whatever, you know what I mean? Like the people that think the whole thing is a hoax. I'm like, you are smoking crap. Speaking of sports. Yeah. Did you see the video of the lady at the high school, JV? Must have been a football game. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. She wouldn't wear a mask. She was, like, far enough was away. Was this in Utah? No, I don't think so. She was far enough away that I, there was another lady that was close to her, but she was on the stand. She was outside, and there was no one really around. But I think the policy is you have to wear a mask. Or if go home. Or go home. And they told her she wouldn't wear a mask, and so they told her, okay, we're, the police are trespassing you. You need to leave. Yeah. And she's, you know, you get these people, it's America. Like, you have a right to be wherever you want, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of don't. Yeah. So, anyway, try. she's fighting with them. They come over to arrest her. This is at her son's football game. What a crackhead. They're, she's, they're coming over to arrest Godfrey. her, trying to pick her up. 
She is fighting. They tased her. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like a fish. Did she flop around she like a fish? She got tased oh. in the stand. The guys yeah. over there, they just tased her. Well, it was the visitors that were watching. That's hilarious. And then they're dragging around, and somebody said something from the stands about a mask as they're walking her down, you know, the track, and they're up on the bleachers, and she's like... They're on her back. She's like jumping up, go, trying to go after him. And was she drunk? You know what? I get it. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. But don't come on private property. Don't come to a public high school. Yep. They have they have rules there. Like and they have their right to wear pants because you're getting tased at your at your house. You wear whatever you want. But once you come out in public, where they're required, the yep. store requires it. Different areas requirement. They have it on their door. Why are people so stupid? That, I like I have this is in America. I have a right. Because I have a right to go in your private a store for years. I have a right to go in your private store and shop without a mask. Thank you for tuning in to our update. Life's been a little bit crazy, but we will hopefully be getting out a new podcast episode every week or every other week. Um, if you stay tuned after this, there's a couple bonus tracks on here when Nona finally realizes that her husband has a voice after 35 years of marriage. It's priceless. Please listen. From I find that I look at sweats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw this meme today that said, just as I was like trying to like say to myself, I am not middle-aged, I went in the bathroom and plucked out a chin hair and then got in bed with my husband who was watching a World War II documentary on <laughs> aviation. We've got to talk about two things. One, Walmart is selling athleisure clothes as part of their... <laughs> I'm already 100% in. As part of their, like, uh, Black Friday. Like, that's one of their pushes because people have been home, and they've been biking, (laughs) hiking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they've been eating, too. So so their clothes don't fit. They need stretchy pants. (laughs) Well, I think, how many of us have a kid who refused to wear jeans? All right. Because I have. And I've got a grandson that's not going to wear them either. They, like... Yeah, he's not. Georgie's like, I don't know, why would you wear those? They're not comfortable. Well, why would you get out of your nightgown if you're just teleworking? (laughs) And now we bicker a little bit. It's kind of funny. He's like, you know what? 35 years, that was my limit. (laughs) And now I'm going to tell you what I think. And now I realize why he should have never said anything, because he's so damn stupid. It's like, oh my God, you're driving me nuts. (laughs) You know? I liked it better when you were silent. (laughs) Oh, for hell's sakes, you know? All I want to hear out of you is a moan at the appropriate time, you know? Good to God. Oh, yeah, it's like, Ken, so we're driving. We were going up shooting. Okay, so the... Which is a great story, I got to tell you too. The maps tell us to go on 650, to turn up on 650 Uh and go straight up, okay? And it's up on 89. So we're going, and we go past 650 is blocked off, and so we go, and we turn up on 700. And so he goes up, and he goes, he turns to go, well, it says, you know, you turn on 650 and go left. Well, he goes off on 700 and goes left. On, you know, he turns back, and he goes, he goes, oh, that's, well, he goes, that's blocked off. We've got to go up here. And I'm like, well, it said to turn on 650. And so he goes, we're going around, because we go, there's nowhere to go up there. I said, 
turn around. It said that you were supposed to turn on 650 and go left. He goes, I said, so, you know, we got off on 700, so let's go back, you know. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, it was blocked off. <laughs> I said, I said okay. we can't go. I, I'm like, let's go back and go up over there. He goes, well, it's, it was blocked off. I said, so we can't go up there. And I've got the map. I said, so we can't go up there after 650? So we're going to have to go and try and go down farther? It doesn't show any other runs. He goes, no, 650 was blocked off. That's why I turned at 700. I'm like, oh, my God. Where are you going with this conversation? Why are we backtracking? You're driving me knocking fucks. Why do you do that? It's like, I'm not complaining about where you got off. I know there was no road. I was with you. You know, I just would like to turn I back thought, south. I do have the map in my hand. It's like I've got the visual. You're not in trouble. I mean, oh, oh. Anyway, he does this thing where I say something. We're going along in a conversation. Do 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 do. And I'm like, what? How what did the we hell get just here? happened? Where are you? We're just going here. And then he's just kind of like, yeah. He just veers left. Oh, it drives me crazy. I'm like, I think this is like old age. <laughs> this is what happens. It, it, it starts. You don't just like get old and then it starts. It started earlier, and it just gets more and more noticeable the older you get. And I'm then like, you retire, and this conversation you get to have all day long. Oh, it's like, Kim, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Oh my God, you're driving me crazy. Can you, and, and, and here's the other thing. <laughs> I ask him a question. And he doesn't answer. Oh, oh my God, will you just answer the question? <laughs> I asked you a question. It's like, where are you going? Where are you going with that? Will you answer the question? Because I ask him a question. Is he going to tell you a story? Well, or? no, he just is like, he gives me, yeah, he's given me some backup or something. Some background information before well, he gets to the question. Like, like, It's like, I don't know if he, he, he's, he what he's doing is he's got some th- thing and he's backtracking. He's going to give me some backstory. This is what, we're here and he's giving me backstory. When all you need is a yes or a no. Yes, yes or no. <laughs> And because I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. I ask a question and he goes, <laughs> and then he says, You're never I said, oh my God. Keep this at the podcast. No, this is definitely out. Oh, I didn't know you were recording. Well, I just hit record because. I said, so okay. <laughs> sometimes we miss funny stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. So I say, um, <laughs> this is a secret track. Okay. For us only. <laughs> yeah. So I say, oh, okay. I was just had the funniest thing I was going to tell you, and I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> this could be COVID marriage, you know? <laughs> because you're around each other so damn much. It's like. Oh, I remembered. Okay. I say, oh, I asked you a question. What the hell is that answer? I mean, here's the question What is this? What is this answer you're giving me? This has nothing to do with the question I asked you. What What do you 
thinking? Where is this? What is this answer that you're giving? He said, I have answers. You're just asking the wrong question. (laughs) (laughs) So take that. Listen, Nona. (laughs) He is is so, he has gotten so sure of himself. You're like, I'm not giving the wrong answer. The answer is correct. You are asking you the wrong are question. You asking the wrong question. That's funny. <laughs> I got to be honest with you right now. 